0: This conference is being recorded.
1: Welcome to the Wednesday night Dream the Biggest Dream teleconference. This is an exciting night this evening for the teleconference. You know, I say this every other Wednesday night because they're all incredibly exciting to me, but particularly tonight because I feel that um, that the topic of tonight's call may not just be timely for me. It may be timely for a number of other people um, and so far based on uh, the attendance on the call, I think that that is accurate. The topic of tonight's call is you, yourself and money coming into alignment. And uh, this topic came out of our call last week. Uh, Our friend Eric uh, was on the call and I was fortunate enough to know a little bit about Eric and to have um, followed his story a little bit prior to even being informally and then formally introduced to him. And so when he was on the call two weeks ago and the um, idea of having a call revolving revolving around money and our relationship to it, I thought Eric would be the perfect person to have. We also have as a guest tonight um Corrine and Corrine is also um, really dedicated to learning about her issues around money and working working through that. And so my thought was between Eric and Corrine and myself we've got um, we've got quite a bit of Like, we're bringing out the big guns of people that are really focused on this. Um, Now, I will tell you that I see tonight's call as a prelude, if you will, to our call, which is two weeks from tonight, where we will have Reverend Karen Russo on the call. And um, I was part of a conference recently uh, in Sedona, and Reverend Russo was uh part of that conference. And um, she has a workshop called Money and Meaning, and her book of the same name will be coming out in September. So I thought that, that really just with everything and this supercharged topic and the emotions connected to money and us and, and having it and not having it and ah, <laughs> that, um, certainly it was worth two calls. And believe me, if I can, uh, if it comes to me of how to, how to turn this into a three-part series, uh, we'll bring that in. I will tell you that, uh, my experience always plays so heavily into, to these calls and to, to what my truths are and what I have to share. And today I was at Disneyland with my six-year-old daughter. And so, uh, Yes, it's amazing that I have so much energy right now. Um, but in the process of being at Disneyland, we were in line at Thunder Mountain. And we were about ready to get on the roller coaster car of Thunder Mountain. And Gladys, the ride operator, said, is everyone having a good time? And and of course, Maya and, and I said, yeah, we're having a great time. And this woman next to me is like, ah. And Gladys looked at the woman and said, Oh, what's going on? And this woman who was there with probably her eight year old daughter and her sixteen year old daughter and her daughter's friend said, Well, I'll tell you, you know, I paid sixty three dollars to be here and I don't like to wait in lines and da 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 and I just thought, Wow, how wild is it to see this before tonight's call about money and here is this woman who decided to take her family, her kids, and, and, and a, a friend of theirs to Disneyland. And she, from the get-go, this was at about 9.30 this morning, so, I mean, Disneyland opened at 8. They couldn't have been there that long. Um, from the get-go, she's got this attitude about the $63 she spent on her ticket. And so first off, it struck me as this terrible thing because, you know, we're talking about the happiest place on earth. (laughs) And so she's just got this attitude. And of course she's got this eight-year-old there and I'm looking at her eight-year-old and I'm thinking it's, it's, she's ingraining this and what, what has been ingrained so far that has instilled hooks and and negative aspects of money in this eight-year-old's mind, not to mention her 16-year-old. And I thought, wow, you know, just to see this, and immediately I turned it back on myself, and I thought, what are my hooks? What are my emotions around money? What's What's going on there? And I will tell you something else that makes this call even more timely. Uh, for me, uh, as most of you know, uh, and I are in the process of writing the first in a series of dream, the biggest dream books. And the first one is called create reality now. And I've pretty much known that as things progress and as the book is published, I will be backing away from some of my other businesses. Well, what's been happening recently is that some of my other businesses are starting to back away from me in a way that if I were to judge it I would say is premature to my plan and so I'm having to release, uh, preconceived ideas of what's going on I'm having to try to understand why this is happening and it's all based around money because my businesses have supported my efforts up to this point and so I am really having to have faith in the universe and really connect with what goes on with me around money so this call becomes uh very important in this topic and just the processing of of money and, and my experience um, and so based on that um, I wanted I want to introduce uh, Eric to the group Eric you were on the call last week and sure. I, I wanted to just kind of you know I just know you've thrown yourself headlong into kind of learning what your attitude is about money and how it works for you, and and maybe you want to just introduce yourself a little more and kind of dive right into the topic from that uh, perspective.
2: Thanks a lot. I really appreciate you inviting me to the show. It was really kind of a surprise and uh, kind of excited about it all. Um, last week when we were talking about things, uh, some people had brought up uh, some similar views that they were struggling and, and one of the big things somebody had said was they had just gone to this big seminar where people were slapping hands and being all hokey and stuff and I just had to laugh because I had attended the same seminar and um, and just like your um, your website talks about we're all Seeking information is not an accident when we come across other people or other experiences or literature. I don't know how many times I've gone into a bookstore looking for an answer about a question. I look down, there's a book that has the answer. And I know a lot of people have that same experience. Um, But like you were saying, uh, well, just a little bit of background. Um, I've had my own business. I had it for, uh, seven, seven, almost eight years with, uh, my sister's one partner. I had another partner and we had years where we did really great and years where we did really bad. And, um, then I went off solo for a while and decided I was, I noticed I was working all the time. I was making great money, but there was just nothing else going on. Well, you know, I had, had to reset my uh, internal thermostat and uh, swipe a, a line from the secrets of the millionaire mind. But, uh, the biggest thing that I noticed that I just needed some time to, to, to reset. So I went to the corporate life, and I've been and resetting myself since then. But what I found was it was time to start searching out and seeing, hey, well, you know, there needs to be a balance. And, and meeting people like you and uh, uh, other people in Sedona, which is just an amazing place, um, I, I keep finding that, you know, a harmony of you know, mind, body, and spirit Kind of comes together and when you find solutions and answers in one area, like money, uh, you find out that your relationship with money is a lot like your relationship with other people and the, and your own body and uh, just everything like that. And the trick is, and what I'm getting reinforced through just a variety of sources is, it, it all comes from what we've learned and what we see around us on a daily basis. And just like you're talking about listening to that lady and she's inflicting this terribly negative aspect of oh well we're going to have a good time but you know it's going to cost so you know we're just can't enjoy it because we've spent this much money and like uh, you shared with me earlier you guys just had you and Maya just had a blast and just enjoyed yourself while you're waiting in line because there's always things that you can do so really um, we can you know you can ask some other questions but the basic is trying to figure out what is your relationship to money because more than likely it's your relationship to um, a lot of other things in your life.
1: I love that. And and it really is about digging in with you and getting to know you, yourself, better, you know. And I I, I met someone today and I, I'll just relate a quick story. He's He just was in a major victim place. He's been being sued by some people. And, and kind of my concepts were new to him. And I said, why don't you write down and say, I'm giving myself this experience because do you think that, I mean, what, what I want to dig into and what I want to give people, um, a tool or a technique is to how do we, I, how do we identify what our true relationship is with money, how we really feel about it, um, what it means so we can start to see what the blocks are. Are there tools and techniques? Like a lot of times I tell people to just, you know, write and don't judge what you're writing. And the headline is, you know, and, and I don't know if it would work with this. I imagine it would to write, you know, my relationship with money is, and then just free association and just write. And are there other techniques that these folks in the seminars and things and in, and in the books are talking about? Oh, absolutely. And, in fact, one of the um, things, um, one of the first exercises, that's what was so
2: amazing about this one seminar, and I'm trying not to sound like a poster boy or poster child for this particular seminar, but it really made a huge difference and kind of set me on the path I wanted to go. Um, but one of the things they start asking, they don't start telling you, oh, this is how you make money, this is how you make money. They basically said, how do you feel about money? What did your parents think about it? And some of the first exercises they said, you know, um, there was a few questions, like write down all the reasons I can't or may not become extremely wealthy. You write them down. Some of the possible negatives about being rich are going through the process of trying to get rich. Um, What are your greatest worries and fears regarding money and wealth? And what's the worst thing about money? Um, I have a really good friend who's struggled for many years, um, and I'm lucky I've seen him over like seven years um, develop and become wealthier and richer all around in his whole life. Every year, and we kind of cheer each other on, but um he he was battling where these negative thoughts were coming from and uh recently he was at home visiting his mother with his uh, uh sister, and they were sitting there talking and something came on the news where someone had just won a million dollars in the lottery, and his sister said, "Oh wow, that would be great wouldn't it to have a million dollars and his mother said. Winning a million dollars would be the worst curse you could ever have. The taxes would come out of it. People would be asking you for money. It would just be terrible. So that's where they come from. It's like you never, you never think about that. Um, I had, and, and sometimes you just block yourself from success. In relationship with money, um, I have another really good friend who struggled with money, was just having problem after problem, and then suddenly discovered they had um, a savings account that they hadn't looked at in years, and was able to tap into it and solve a lot of their um, stress for a while. Uh, so it's like we, we can't somehow block ourselves, and some of those exercises kind of help you uh, figure that out. And one of the biggest things they talk about is. Look back at your parents. How did they deal with money? Did they talk about money? Did they teach money? Did they have money? Did they not have money? Um, uh, some people who I, – I, at the seminar, there was a gentleman who was had problem. I mean, he had a decent amount of money – But he remembered an incident from his youth where he went to ask his dad if they had a lot of money. And he must have caught him at a bad time because suddenly his dad just went off on him in the middle of his office just saying, you never ask questions about money. Don't ever talk to me about that again. It's none of your business. You just go on and play. And he never asked again. And uh, it caused him a lot of problems. He realized, and the guy was like 60, 65 years old, and he's just now realizing that that was part of his problem. So um, some of the tools, I mean, yeah, dig in and figure out what it is. And like I said, you'll start seeing it kind of ripple through some of the other areas of your life. Because you hear that stuff all the time. Money is the root of all evil. You know, it's hard having a lot of money. I'm no good at at managing money. Well, it's like any other exercise. Think about all the things that you're good at in life and how much time it took you to learn that skill or become good at it. Um, If you're good at
1: a relationship, try figuring out how to do the same thing with money that's great eric so i mean it's it's right back to the same as as figuring out you know other aspects of ourselves, and that is you know what are the tapes that we 're playing over and over for ourselves um, what what is our past conditioning, and what do we own around this, and what would we like to you know what serves us and what doesn't um, This is a great segue um to introduce Corrine. Corrine took uh, Reverend Karen Russo's class uh, recently in Sedona last month and uh, uh, money and meaning is the name of it and and you had a aha moment and also I want to tell you that in addition to that Corrine is part of an ongoing prosperity group so she's really focused on on uh, digging in and, and opening up the channels. Uh, Corrine?
3: Thank you, Mark. I also want to thank you for waiting till the end of the day today to ask me to speak so I didn't have to think about it all day.
1: <laughs> I know you pretty well.
3: <laughs> I, I recently started a 4T class at the Unity Church here in Sedona, which is about tithing of your time, talents, and treasures. The same week that I started the class, The book, Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill's book that the the movie The Secret is based on, fell into my lap. So it was like I was going to class and listening to those concepts, coming home, reading the book, having that all reinforced. Um, So it was very interesting. And when I took um, Karen Russo's class last month, one of the things that happened to me was, I have a background in corporate high tech. I was working for IBM for fifteen years and on the day that I arrived in Sedona I got let go from that job. So here I am my whole framework around money is having this corporate job and this corporate lifestyle in this big paycheck behind me. So I'm in the actually enviable position of getting to reinvent myself. And part of Karen's class was What exactly what Eric was talking about going through and figuring out what your beliefs are about money, what your parents' beliefs were. And she also said, and this was my huge uh aha, she said, if you have resentment going on, resentment is a part of lack, and it will block the flow of your good, it will block the flow of your prosperity. And I was like, wow. So I thought about that for a minute, and I thought about the work that I was doing, and there were several places where I had resentment. And when I thought about those and was able to release those, I saw a huge shift happen. But it was also about being true to myself, knowing myself, and being on my path. I've always known that writing is my path, but I've had a lot of fear around that, so I wasn't doing it. And when I let those resentments go, all the things that represent writing just started to flow into my life. You know, working on the book with Mark being one of, just one of them. So it's been really eye opening for me.
0: Now
1: the um Karen uh Karen Russo's workshop, uh, Money and Meaning, this was I mean, I got to hear just a little bit of uh aspects of that at the January conference in Sedona. Um there were lots of good things, and I can't wait for the book to come out, and I'm thrilled that she committed today to being on our phone call in two weeks. But could you touch on a little bit more or, you know, uh, yeah, just touch on a little bit more of what we might expect to hear about in the uh, the phone call possibly uh, in two weeks?
3: Okay. Um, she gives a little bit about her background. Um in investing um, which is interesting because she'll tell you about some mis- mistakes that she made and she always starts with gratitude and a prayer um, and then she'll talk about um, scarcity and superstition and your beliefs around money um, what challenges you have she calls them the clouds in front of your sun. <clears throat>
0: um
3: And then she talks about your possibilities of having wholeness and freedom and thriving with money. And she has people create a money map, which is your ideas about money now and your ideas about money as you'd like to see them in the future. And also um, coming up with pictographical representations of that. And for me, that was a really powerful exercise. The picture that I chose was very meaningful for me. It was so meaningful, in fact, that it took me three weeks to be able to glue it it onto the page. Um, But she'll just take you through all those and really um, figuring out what thriving means and also coming up with an action plan if you, you know, need to have a better relationship with money, better understanding of investing and what that means for you.
1: That's great. I'm so excited that... uh... Well, certainly, I'm excited that you were able to go through this, and you and I are working on such a big project together, and I'm excited that Karen will be joining us in two weeks. Um, I want to jump back to Eric before we open up the lines. Um, Eric, give me an idea. I mean, I just know that you are a dedicated student of this process of allowing and opening up the channels for more prosperity to come into your life. Give me an idea of what's happened to you, you know, recently or in the last whatever. What's been going on?
2: Well, you know, it's been a slow process constantly. I mean, I've constantly worked. I try to spend at least half an hour just learning things. I go out and find others. Uh, One of the big... um Um, things they talk about is passive income and and the way you look at money. You had a caller that was calling in from New York last year, the one, or last uh, show, that was saying, you know, I'm not into material things, I'm not really caring, but I know I need to make more money for my business, so on and so forth. And that's the big big problem. One of the, the ways that you view money is, a lot of people associate with that. I mean, you know, role models on TV, you know, the evil people always have money. If you have money, that means you're greedy or you have stuff. And it doesn't. It's just like um, uh, Karen Russo or the the book she's working on talking about you, you have gratitude, you give to people. And the more money you have, the more you can do that. And it comes back to you. Now, specifically, the things I've been doing is um, trying to figure out what avenues for generating um, passive income, which means, You produce a book like you guys are doing, and it keeps generating um, uh, money. You write another book, and it keeps generating money until it's not timely, which, you know, some books last forever. Um, So one of the things I did is we have a website called deadfred.com. It's an online genealogy photo archive, and it's been up for six six years, and it's like it gets 600,000 visitors a month. We've not been able to sell anything on it with any success and it's just trying to figure out what it is that people will buy. Well, we, we wrote an e-book. We got some of the like 10 top um, people in the field who wrote these articles for this book. We have made it into one big 150-page e-book and put it online. And over a year and a half, it's made maybe 1000 thousand, two thousand $2,000. We charge fourteen ninety five for it, right? Well, after I went to the seminar, I came back, and I was thinking about how they were selling everything, how they were coming up with their passive income, selling their seminars and other things. And I pretty much kind of copied their style. You know, they told what the value was. They told what people were saying about the book, or I said what was going on about the book, and people had said, uh, told, told what we were actually selling it for. And then I said, hey, this is a free website. We love this. We think that you'll like this book so much. If you donate nine ninety five, which is just a standard button on our site anyway, but if they donate nine ninety five for the next 30 days, we'll give you the e-book. And just by doing that, we went from about, um, well, we, we went to 700% increase on the sales. Now, there were donations, and we gave them a book in return, but it increased the, the, the money coming in by about 700% in just a couple of weeks. Well, actually, almost immediately it improved. So there's all sorts of things. Now, I I went up for, for for everybody just really excited about being able to talk with everybody and trying to share the information that I've been learning. And I put it on my little website, and um, along with some information about the uh, secrets of the millionaire mind. And we can talk about that um, little offer I was going to do if you want
1: to. But. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and introduce that now? Well,
2: uh, I, just because I, I like this, I mean, I believe in this book. It, it really gave me... Uh, some uh, good information. The Napoleon Hill book is another great one. Um, There's a lot out there, but I've got an extra copy of Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. And if you go to my um, website, erichuber.com, and there's a little link, an email link on there. How do you spell Uh, that? E-R-I-C-H-U-B-E-R.com. And um, send me your name, address, and, um, you know, questions you may have about, you know, thoughts about money if you feel like that and I'm going to everybody who sent something in I'm going to throw everybody's name into a hat pick one and I'll send you a copy of the book because I got an extra copy and it's really good (laughs) so um, and I also put some other links up there for some other books that I've seen um, and this lots of other things that are kind of inspirational for for me anyway maybe it will be for somebody out there too
1: Eric, that's great. I really appreciate you being on the call tonight, and you've also raised the bar for future speakers. You've, you're giving a book away. <laughs> so, um, no, I think that's great, and um, that's just, uh, to me, really symbolic of something you said, you know, earlier about um the more you have, the more you're able to give, and, um, you know, I, for one, really appreciate you, you doing that, uh for everyone on the call tonight. And by the um, way, your your workbook is, is is really good. I went ahead and got me a copy of that today. I bought
2: one. So oh, there's the more passive
1: income that you've got coming in. So. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks. And at this point, we'll go ahead and open up uh, the line. Feel free to make a comment of a tool or technique you use to attract, create, manifest, more financial freedom uh, in your own life, uh, share a story. Uh, just make sure that it serves the highest good of all. And we'll go ahead and unmute the line. And the callers, all, all callers are unmuted. So uh, go ahead, uh, anyone that wants to start. See, the whole money issue is so emotionally charged, no one knows what to say. I can't tell if someone's trying to speak or we're just getting a strange connection. That's not working. Hmm.
0: Th- this is Melina in Glendale. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Well, I in listening to Eric. I have a lot of fear. Of not having money, and yeah. that I'm just attracting more of that, or the the longer I hold on to that fear, but um recently, we were with a meditation group who um we were discussing secret and other books and decided to start carrying a large denomination bill with us. I had never carried more than twenty on me I now do and It's helping to shift that fear. I I know I have that bill with me, and so it's helping to get me away from that fear mode.
2: So you're more afraid of losing money? I was.
0: I'm I'm not now because I actually have something I can look at. I can hold and go, I'm not broke. I have this. That's really good.
1: And were you, Milena, were you able to identify where that fear came from initially?
0: Oh, absolutely. Growing up, we didn't have money, and that was ingrained.
2: Um, I can share one thing. on Some of the things I've been listening to, I've been listening to interviews with um, some really good role models that are very wealthy, and it's hard to listen to them sometimes when they're talking about millions of dollars that they're dealing with. But a lot of them, they all talk about they've, they've been back to nothing again. And so one of the things that you can start working on, and that's a great start there, as you start realizing money comes and goes, it's a tool to doing things, giving things. And if you lose it, you can get it back. If, you, if you've if you had it at one time, you can always get it again. And that's what these guys have all said. Some of them have been broke two or three times, and they've gone and gotten their uh, their millions again. And even more. I think that's a great
0: point. That's a great exercise, though. Hey, Mark, this is Josh. Can you hear me? Yes. Um,
4: I just wanted to tell a a quick um, success story with the group is. I've had, ai think, a, a bad association with money um, my whole lifetime Up until currently because of my family issues in this last year. I've done a lot of work. And I used to have my debt posted on the wall when I needed to pay off, and I switched all that. And as of this this past, like, six, eight months, I I now have million-dollar bills posted all over my wall, like, carrying in my wallet. Um, I'm really practicing the gratitude. um, So I'm giving much more than I've ever given away and really um, thoughtful gifts. And my my goal, I'm really strong on setting my intention... Is, is that I've set it really high and I'm really getting into the feeling of it. I have a lot of affirmations. I've been saying over and over again, like, I love money and money loves me. And I get really excited when I say it all the time. And um, just from my success, I've made more in these first three months than I made all of last year. And I have some, my goal is financial freedom. And I I have opportunities that are popping up that are like crazy that I can be financially free in the next month or two. So to me, like, and, and I'm using your conscious creation program religiously. <laughs> so I think that is a must in the whole scheme of things. And so I just want to say you guys are dead on with everything you're saying, and I'm applying them, and I'm seeing results. So I'm really, really grateful. Um, and it can happen. It, it can absolutely happen, and it's amazing. and blowing my mind. So thank you.
1: Thanks, Josh. I appreciate you being on the call and uh, being in, in my life and uh, and sharing
5: tonight. Thank you.
1: Anybody else?
5: Mark, this is Drew from Sedona. How are you?
1: Good, Drew. Welcome.
5: I just want to uh, share a, a fabulous uh, quote with everybody that my father gave gave us as we were growing up, and it is gratitude is riches. And and complaint is poverty.
1: Oh, that's great. Gratitude Isn't that awesome? Is, gratitude is riches and complaint <laughs> is poverty.
5: Yes. And I have to say my father, I have never heard him complain ever, even when he's lost, you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars, he's always found something to be grateful for and magnified it and He's always recreated the money, so it's 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 a beautiful thing to be grateful. It's, it's so powerful.
1: And so, Drew, let me ask you: you then grew up with that energy as as that uh, manifested in
5: your life? It really has, Mark, and um, you know, I was raised metaphysically since I was three years old. I was so blessed and just learned, you know, that money is simply energy. And um, Deepak Chopra has a fabulous CD. It's called uh, Creating Affluence. It's, it's probably one of the most powerful things I've ever heard. And, you know, he talks then about money being like blood. It has to flow. And, um, you know, if you are afraid to spend money, which many people that have never had money, are fearful of spending it, and so they hold it close, uh, you know, for fear that they may not have any, Um, they end up losing it. And I've I've watched many of my beautiful friends, you know, with the fear of losing the money, lose it. And uh, it's simply because of the fear. So if you can just release that fear, be grateful, and let it flow, it's it's amazing how it all magnifies.
1: Um, That's great, Drew. I appreciate that. It it does remind me that, you know, one of the pitfalls for many people on a spiritual path is to think that they can't be, you know, walking the spiritual path and have abundance, have abundance of financial freedom and money. And, you know, that attitude is changing with films like The Secret and people like Karen Russo and what we're all talking about, but but over the years, I've seen that as a as an undercurrent. So, uh, that's great that you've had that experience, and I appreciate you sharing tonight.
5: Thank you for for being here for us and, and having this every other week. It's really such a blessing. I just love it. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Drew. Anyone else before we end the
6: call tonight? I'll share. This is Victoria.
1: Yes, Victoria.
6: Hi, yeah. I'm from Phoenix, and um, I recently had a, quite an interesting experience. I uh, went to on a cruise to the Caribbean. And I came back and got this virus that uh, put me like, like horizontal for like ten days. And of course, I was gone for almost two and a half weeks uh, plus uh, out of work for this other week. And it's like, oh my gosh! You know, I was just really starting to be fearful and all that stuff about finances. And I said. Victoria, stop. Just trust. Just trust. The universe is abundant. I am provided for. It is my birthright and this is the first week I've kind of been back uh, seeing clients and I have just, everyone has been so understanding of why it's been so long to get back to them and I had just been um, booked practically the whole week and so, and but the, it's not so much as being booked is I miss being with these people and providing, you know, the residency patterning and all those things to people. So I missed the giving part and I was so blessed by giving. It didn't matter almost that I was receiving money for it. It was just, I just felt so energized by giving that I know that that's how it kept on creating, um, you know, creating more for myself financially. So, you know, it's, uh, and I'm still not quite up to... 100%, Hundred percent, but you know, in the evenings I'm just relaxing. Now when you want a concept, I get to relax. <laughs> so uh, that's my share. <laughs>
1: Thank you, Victoria. And Victoria has a link on the link page on Dream the Biggest Dream for her Center for Extraordinary Outcomes, which uh, I've experienced quite a bit of Victoria's work. Uh, it's truly amazing. And I love what you were alluding to, which is if you are, if you love what you're doing and you're passionate about it, everything really flows from there. And then what you talked about having faith in the universe, having faith in the way things work, um, and not focusing on anything but that. I mean, that's been my lesson, certainly in the last few days even uh being away for about um up to about ten days out of my loop right now and just uh having to say you know what let go of that stuff that's old pattern thinking and have faith in how things work and and just know that you're in the flow and things work out when you're when you're in that space. So thank you All for right. sharing Victoria.
6: You're
1: welcome. Thank you. Anybody else this evening? Mark this is Tom how you doing? Good Tom, welcome. I uh, just wanted to share
4: that I'm so grateful for all the wonderful people that I work with with Quantum Life and uh, Dr. Lamar, and I've just acquired this biofeedback CBT, and I'm going to start giving some away so I can, so I can receive in return. I think, I think if as I as I learn to give more, the,
1: the abundance, everything that I everything that I uh, focus on is going to come back to me for, for giving. Thank you, Tom. I appreciate that, and, and it reinforces, the, you know, a good point of not holding on so tight to everything and, and allowing that flow to happen So, thanks for being on the call and sharing tonight. So I want to thank everyone. I especially want to thank uh, Eric and Corrine for uh, putting themselves out there and uh, contributing to tonight's call, and Eric, thank you for... Uh, your generous offer of having people email you from uh, your website, and um, you will uh, send a book to to one of those people. I I really appreciate that. Uh, Thanks for having me on. It's been really great. I appreciate that. Thank you, and and I hope you'll be a, a regular on the call uh, also. Okay. And uh 2 weeks from tonight we will have Reverend Karen Russo on the site. If you go to the Calls and Events page on com there's a link to her website uh where you can have more information about her. But um, you know, I think from my standpoint I just want us all to be experiencing true abundance in all areas and certainly that encompasses of uh, financial freedom. So at this point in the call, I have a tremendous amount of uh, gratitude and unconditional love for everyone on tonight's call, and thank you for your energy and your support that you give to all of us by participating, uh, participating as in, in life and in this call. And uh, I thank you all, and I look forward to... Uh, having you all back here on April 25th. And anyone else you know that may benefit from that call, please invite them. It's all good, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye,
5: Mark.